0: Blood Talk Radio Six Man Radio Radio
1: Radio
2: Radio 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 Uh ladies and gentlemen may I have your attention please it has come to my attention PD Radio 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 What's up it's your girl go get her the boys from Shady Town The voice boys from Shady Town
3: God power see on top of Mount Everest top of Ever PD everything. Radio
2: Radio you're now tuned into to PD and Black on PD Radio. I
3: love y'all energy. the PD Radio. Lock the in. Quality radio and entertainment is rare, And if you get
0: a hold of it, you know, hold on to it, you know. This your boy, Mr. Shy. You're now listening to PD Radio.
2: The hottest show streaming live. You're not tuned in. Get born. Lock the
0: in. The best on being hip-hop and talk radio out there.
3: My name is Arrell. This is bottle himself. Keep it locked PD Radio. Listening to my man K. Black and Miss PD on PD Radio. There's no, There's no show hotter anywhere. Anywhere.
0: Anywhere. Anywhere. anywhere.
3: Ho 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 ho
4: Radio, 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 Radio.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh,
5: PD Radio, hello, hello, XOX. PD, you still here? Uh-uh.
6: What's going on, people? Let me know if you can still hear me. I don't know if Miss PD is still there. Might have some issues. I know she paid the phone bill. Now let me just <laughs> see what's going on. But I think Miss PD was in the middle of saying XOXO. You know, all love here on PD Radio, and we're gonna keep it rolling. And so, Miss PD can come back on the line. Let me see if I can uh, work that out for her. So, Miss PD, you there? Nope. So, this is what we're going to do. We're going to keep it rolling. This is your man, Black, your co-host, stepping in right now. Oh, I think I heard something. I'm stepping in right now for PD. And uh, we're going to keep it rolling. So, uh, I think we got somebody in the queue real quick. We're going to bring them in and see what's up. We're gonna skip all the uh, introductions tonight until P D comes back. You know, that's her thing. P D radio, 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 radio,
1: radio,
6: radio, PD Radio, what's your name? Where are you calling from? What's good, it's Freedom Rider from D C. What's going on, Freedom Rider? How you feeling tonight? I'm
5: chilling, brother. I'm blessed. How are you?
6: Good, man. I'm feeling good. I I we having some uh some difficulties with Miss P D, but we're not gonna we're not gonna stop you from putting that putting them flames up.
5: Yeah, so. I just had a – I seen that he's doing a princess Kyle back, and I was actually watched him on um, Arsenio Hall, and he did a poem yeah. about his son. So this kind of – this poem I once said, I felt like, oh, hey, did Hello. <laughs> oh, is that Miss PD? Somebody. Hi, can you
7: hear me now?
6: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you're yeah, you, you definitely in the background right now. <laughs>
7: really? I had to change mics. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry, guys.
4: Hey, hey,
6: okay. I'm here, though. Hey, hey. hey, hey. Well, we're going to hey. let you do your intro after my man drops, from, like, drops some heat on us. So. All
5: right, so this right here is called Idol.
4: Let's do it.
5: Before you come crying to me, talking about life's not trying to fight fair, I'll use these words to teach you how to rope a dope. If you ever disrespect your mother, I'll wash your mouth out with soap. Let me be the first to welcome you to this cold, cruel world. Where most men downfall are usually over a girl. But I won't let you fall victim. I promise to protect you as best as I can. I want you to idle me, but become a better man. I want you to live like a star, but understand the reality. Mistakes can't be fixed by retakes. There's no guy in the background yelling out, cut. Life's going to knock you down, baby boy, but you have to keep getting up. Stay strong even during the times you feel weak. Understand you have potential that doesn't have a peak. I want you to enjoy being a child as long as you can. I want you to idol me, but become a better man. I love you like John Quincy loved his son. During my darkest days, I would think of you, and you would become my son. Understand you come from royalty like Simba. Don't let people play you for a little cat like Kimba. I'll have your back even when I'm restrained to a walker. If you have hoop dreams... Just promise me they don't end up like Antoine Walker's. You don't need the luck of the Irish when you have faith in the God. Understand there's nothing more important than your family and God. I want you to dream big like obstacles don't exist. Actually chasing after it is the only difference between the dream and the wish. You are the author to your own story, so other people's opinions shouldn't matter. Your success will leave them pissed like a bad bladder. When people tell you you can't just understand that you can, I want you to idle me, but become a better man. Before I leave this earth, it's my job to make sure that you became a man. It's not just important to me. It's important to every branch on this family tree. We don't back down. And it's my job to teach you that since my grandfather is no longer around. He was a man with great pride. He taught me how to never let a hater slow down your stride. Walk with your chest up and your head towards the sky. Look every person in the eyes because that's where the lies lie. Baby boy, get ready to fight the fight of your life. I want you to understand that you only get one shot at life. That's why it's important for you to be all that you can. I want you to idle me but become a better man. That was called idle right there. Mm, Wow,
7: that's amazing! I enjoyed that. Oh, even better! Oh yeah! (laughs) Because
6: it has so much relevance to it, and and you know, it's needed. You know what I mean? It's definitely needed because one thing that's not happening is you know these some of the young cats not being taught properly, you know how to be a man. You know what I'm saying? So.
5: I, I actually, expect I'm, I'm expecting, I'm expecting my first child. He's supposed to be here yesterday, uh, Sunday, April 6th, but he on CP time right now, so any day.
4: <laughs> ah, ah, okay.
5: You put you're even more. Beautiful. Right
4: Congratulations. I love, I love it. Yeah. You. And you're yeah.
6: going to have a time capsule for him. You're going to have some stuff yeah, waiting, waiting like for him. In the TV radio
2: shouted you out.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Do you know what you're having?
2: It's a little boy. Uh, he's smiling too.
7: Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I know you yes, can sir. hear it, right? You can hear it in his voice. Yeah, I can hear it. I hate it. Hey, like I <laughs> <you> said, <laughs> uh, you
4: know, stay true to yourself. I'm so
7: glad
4: you, you yeah. Yeah. But Thank I'm you glad for letting
7: me in. Thank you. Tonight was not open mic poetry night, but I know you don't want know. to get on. So when I saw your tweet, I'm no, like, no, I'm not turning there. my man down. <laughs> Call on up. <laughs> That's right. And you did I'm it. You kicked off the show lovely. Thank you. Thank
5: you, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, we got to have you back on. Oh, yeah. So, and, and tell the people where they that? can connect with you, connect with you at. Twitter's uh, um, Twitter, is freedom Writer DC, and Instagram, Poet underscore FreedomWriter. Get at me. I, I just released my CD, Much More Than Spoken Words, the Spoken Words CD. Ah, Thank okay. You. All right, all, definitely, all
7: right. Need well, definitely need to check that
5: out. i definitely need to check that out. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah I keep Much respect I to you. Thanks I'm... for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank
7: you. Blessings on your on your lovely new child on the way. Tell them to hurry up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put the
5: pictures all that up. Shout them out. Get them in the game.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Well, thank you so much, poet, and uh, we it. look thank forward to hearing you on the show some more. Okay, have a good night. Yes, Peace.
5: yes. You too. I'm tuned in. All right. All right.
7: It. Love it.
4: Peace.
7: That was great. And nice. All radio, 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 radio. radio, radio, radio. Poet Freedom Writer DC. I loved it. I loved it a lot. I want to apologize to you guys for my equipment failing. <clears throat> <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
7: It happens. It happens. But why happen happened tonight? Why tonight? You know why I'm saying that, Black right? <laughs> why tonight? Because of what we have to do later on. So that's why I'm saying, why tonight? But anyway. This CD here, you know, I'm sorry for the intro. (laughs) You guys know me, I'm your poetic, creative, and drama-free host, and my partner in crime and mastermind, he stepped up and did his thing tonight, Black. Thank you for cooking. You know, I got to keep it smooth.
6: I wasn't just going to let it just fall to the. Ah.
7: See, that's why you're the perfect co-host, because, you know, when a host, fails, the co-host, well, I mean, you did that, so you know you own your job, Mr. Producer. I love it. That's right. I love it.
6: That's what I do.
7: That's right. but you That's do, right. and you do it oh so well. <laughs> we kicked off hey. the show with the Menage a Trois of spins. We kicked it off with Heartbeat by Seduction, followed up by This Place Hotel by Michael Jackson, and closing it off with You're Gonna Make Me Love Somebody Else by The Jones Girls. Oh yeah, classic. <laughs> You're going to get you reminiscing about back in the day. Exactly.
4: I don't know what,
7: what y'all were, what you were doing when those joints came out. I don't remember your shot. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> you
6: said shot. That's not That's not good.
7: My memory is shot. I remember what I want to remember and what's extremely important to me. If it's not, mm. forget about it. I got to write it down to remember.
4: Wow. <laughs> that's
7: terrible. You're setting
6: in early. Anyway, that's not good. <laughs>
7: i to keep it rolling. Last week we had a very powerful connect on the show. We interviewed the lovely and talented Kimberly Carlisle of Lipstick Radio. She came through black. She was real, a woman yes. who about business, and she expects only the best from those she chooses to work with. And I say chooses to work with, because so she has very high standards. And we're honored that she took the time to come on our show and made a very powerful connect with that. We're going to, you know, talk about that more later, but it was a beautiful interview. I love people, I love when the guests come on and there's no holds barred. They just come on and just keep it real. You know what I mean? And she certainly did that. She gave a great interview. So shout out to Ms. Kimberly Carlisle of Lipstick Radio. And tonight, during the second half of the show, we are bringing you the encore interview of Poet Extraordinaire, Mr. Princess Powell, so many people have been hitting us up about the love for this man, so we had to bring it back. He's doing big things, but he's still so very humble. And we are honored that he took the time to come on our show. So you got to stay tuned for that. But in the meantime and in between time, you know what it is. You know how we do so. You know we want to hear from you. So call us up at 646-478-3599. I'm going to throw it over to you right now, Black, because um, you want to talk a little business logic tonight on the show before we get to our interview and I think what you have to talk about is very important. So I'm plugged in. I'm tuning in to you right now. It's all about you, Black. I'm gonna let you take it uh-huh. away and do your thing, Clay. Thanks Crispy. You
6: now before we get into all that, you know, I just wanna make a quick uh-huh. comment because I'm seeing a lot yeah. of you know, a lot of uh Chris Brown fans out uh-huh. there, you know, saying that the the judge and everything is being, you know, being too tough I'm on the man. At just, that. He can't, you know. He he's being too tough on him, right? To hell with that. That's
4: uh, right. Put his ass on Dad. con
6: air. Put him on con air. Give him the ride of his life. Up. Look, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this, and I, you know, and I want to give a big shout out to my man, my man, rapper's IQ. He put the uh, the post up today about uh, Chris Brown, and people are just saying you know, it's a misdemeanor, and you know. They're, you know, feeding it too, into it a little bit too much. Are they being a little too hard on them? To me, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Because she's he been a parent before the man mm-hmm. too much.
7: That's to back and to
6: back. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. now and that, they that's treat you like. that's why these celebrities aren't right. learning.
7: That's, that's exactly why they keep cutting up. They keep getting a little slap on the wrist. And then they go back. They feel like, you know, they're untouchable. No, they make a lesson out of them. That's what I say. Do it.
6: Yeah, that's how so I feel. They, they treat them like up. any, you know, whatever. they just like, whatever, man. You think yeah. you're going go to go so you know, to D.C. Stuff. any way you want to? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. We're putting you on you federal, con air, non-first I'm class.
7: I'm sick of Chris Brown. <laughs> I'm sick of all that. But, and I know, Train. you know, this is all over the media, too, but um, Zimmerman put the picture of Trayvon. Picture he painted a Trayvon Martin selling it for $30,000. I mean, just disrespect on top of disrespect. It's just.
6: Yeah, that's a slap in the
7: face. Like, you know, you're showing the world basically that you have no remorse for what happened. We knew that anyway, but you're really digging it in. Like, it's like you're laughing at us at this point. Really? You're selling a painting of a young man, an innocent young man that you kill and you're selling it for $30,000, like you have no remorse for what you did, no whatsoever. Now, that's ridiculous. That's who needs to be made an example of, him right there. Somebody needs to just catch yeah. him on the street and do what they do best, you know what I mean?
6: She should need to catch so him on the street. <laughs>
7: I'm serious.
6: you put your head so out on the
7: man. Disrespectful. Nah, I'm on the air. I would never do that.
4: There you go. Never, that's
7: ever, right. ever. Never, ever. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just putting
4: yeah. stuff
6: out. However, Passing anybody thinks it is up to them. Yeah. Twenty that's bucks is passed. That's that. That passes twenty. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. You know, that's that's, 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 ridiculous. that's, that's ridiculous. Another story that's that, ridiculous. that you know really uh, is out there too about the. Uh, mm-hmm. The UConn guard who, um, you know, had an interview, I think not so long ago, right before the national championship, and he was talking about how he goes to he goes to bed, you know, starving or hungry or whatever. Yeah,
7: and, comment um, today.
6: In, you posted. Yeah, you know, NCAA, man, you got to get it together. You know what I'm saying? I, and, I, and I actually posted That's a comment crazy. on that as well mm-hmm. because I remember when I was in college and how, you know, how the meal plans were. You know, it all depends on what your family can afford. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might mm-hmm. have a meal plan where you get two meals, you know, two meals a day versus three. You know, you might even have one. You know, you might even have
4: one,
6: one meal you can get. It all depends on how much, you know, you can afford. So um, they they got to do something. You know, they're making a lot of money off these athletes. And yeah. like I said in my in my post, I said, okay, I understand it. You know, the athletes are a little bit give and take. Athlete gets to get, a, you know, education or whatever and stuff like that and, and the school just to use them however they want or whatever. It's up to the athlete to make it, you know, to make the best out of his education. I understand all that. But the point yeah, but is, they're
7: making money off of them.
6: Right. You're, you're still exploiting should, them, right? You're still exploiting them. And then the second part is, get there's, there's not a guarantee that any one of these athletes are going to make it to the next level. You can get hurt. Anything like that can happen. And the other thing is, it's not a guarantee that any of these athletes can ever make the type of money that you made off them. Even if they mm-hmm. get their education, they're in debt the moment they come out. But you just made,
4: mm-hmm.
6: you know, especially if, if a if a player stays in all four years, which is rare. And that's why they really lay into these um, these athletes, because most of them only play one, two years, and then they're gone. But this kid, he started as a freshman and now is a senior. So he has made this school millions of dollars, because he won a championship as a freshman, and he just won another championship as a senior. So, you know, just do the am. math. Like, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> He's just out. Black, but I'm... I'm my, hey, out. look, my fellas out there who watch ball and understand what I'm talking about, they know what dad, I'm
7: talking. I'm like, mm, 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 mm.
6: Yeah. <laughs> See, Miss Petey only care. Now, got... you talk about some real housewives, Miss Petey all in it.
1: No. I don't even talk on the show, so... We're going to bring in that car in, right
0: in, though. Quito. PD There's Radio, <laughs> radio, 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 Sorry. <laughs> PD Radio, what's your name? What are you calling from? What up? This is Dr. No. I'm calling from VA. What up? <laughs> what's going on, Dr. No?
4: Oh. <laughs> uh, you're not calling up and around are you? What's going
0: what? on, Doc?
7: What? Man, get on her. her.
0: I'll get her. I'll, I'm not dealing with no leprechauns today. I'm going with some peaceful shit today, yo. oh I swear, I'm going you.
7: With you. I'm beat you on site. What's going
0: on, man? only thing I'm worried about is my kneecaps, then. I'll be all right. I'll <laughs> take my pins
7: Whatever. I hate you. <laughs>
0: I I hate me, too, sometimes. <laughs> What's good? Y'all? y'all good, though? We good. We good. We
7: got is that the Black right here? on the line. Hmm?
0: Was that Black hosting with you tonight?
7: Yeah,
0: that's yeah. right. Oh, what's what's up, man? Peace. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm good, man. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm every Tuesday. I just, I i gotta make sure, you know. I just, you know, I like to know. I like to not be unsure, you know. That's all. There you go. <laughs> uh,
7: you wanna, you wanna guest
0: host with us one day, Doctor Mel? I definitely will. You, you know come? what the funny thing about it is? Like what? I be wanting to, I've mm-hmm. been wanting to do it, but what the problem mm-hmm. is because of my work schedule and things I'm trying to do. Like I, mm. I I I hate to commit to something. And be like he ain't show up again. He ain't host the show again. He too busy <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I'm good. i I'd rather just yeah. come in and hey, not without well, my welcome. You know what I mean? I hear <laughs> you. I hear
7: you. So what's on your yeah. mind tonight? It's good to hear from you.
0: Yeah, I I haven't called in in a while. You know I had to shout you out. I've been meaning to call oh. UC and my man Tango. They all, everybody got their own shows, and I've been trying to, I've been wanting to reach out mm-hmm. to y'all, but i just been kind of incognito, you know? I, I know,
7: I know. You come out the Woodworks on Twitter every now and again, you know, try yeah, to blast me, but it's all good.
0: Man, <laughs> it's somebody got to do it. Somebody <laughs> got to do it. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You, you know, it's all love, though. Hey, like you know, I, I'm glad to see people still around, you know?
7: Uh-huh. I love it, I love it, I love it. So um, boy, boy. while we have you on the line, Black, why don't you um, ask him some questions about your um, business logic you're going to talk about tonight? Oh,
6: producer. hey, perfect. Yeah. This is perfect. Quick, quick question. He know what
7: like he likes and he not
6: like. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you're taking on clients and things like that, do you have um, a structure that you like to follow as far as getting information from those guys? Like, you know, what do you, demand as far as, um, as far as, uh, if they're doing vocals over your tracks, you know what is your process that you go through, and it, and, and is it always the same for each client, or do you, you know, you kind of change it up every well, now and then de- depending on you work well, with?
0: Well, the, with, with the tech- technology, the, the age of technology being the way that it is, it varies, and it's actually more beneficial. Like because I work a regular job, and I ain't I ain't afraid to admit that. So the at, the time, right. you know we all at the same time, but mm-hmm. I mean, but that's I think that's the best way for artists nowadays to do things because so many people get force fed the dream of being a millionaire off of this rap shit, hip hop shit, R and B shit, whatever. And the reality is, the suck they they pretty much end up getting sucked dry. And the people mm-hmm. in the background are the ones just chilling like villains while you while you slaving trying to make a name for yourself. Um, I feel as if mm-hmm. I feel as if. Two parts. I feel as if nowadays, if you do do music, you should be doing it for the love of the music, because mm-hmm. the, the the way the industry is, it's up and down. They love you. Your your phone won't stop ringing when people hate you or you're not important. It won't ring. But are you still mm-hmm. love it Is the question, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, as far as like you know, as far as doing things, as far as nowadays, like Twitter and a lot of these social social mediums could be very beneficial to your your business as far as meeting people. Because like I said, everybody's doing different things at different places, but being technology right. the way that it is, it's nothing for me to call up C. Like I call back C to be like, yo, C, I got some joints. He's like, word, send him, send him, send him. And I send him to him <laughs> and, and he'll, and him, he's the type of person. He likes recording with his own engineers. So I'll send him the beat pretty much mixed the way it is and let him rock mm-hmm. off that. Some artists, I'll send in the beat, and then they'll send me back the vocals, and I'll go mix them down. Right. So, I mean, okay. it's a, it's a give-and-take thing. So it's not, a, it's, you know, it's just, like I said, it's a, it's a level of trust, too, because it's like you want to put out good music. It's even like, with, like my, my SoundCloud, for example. I put my beats up on SoundCloud because I don't like making beat tapes. I put them in one mm. generalized area so people can go right to them, and they don't have to go through four or five sites. They can go right to that one site. It's right. one consistent mm-hmm. site where I put stuff on. You know what I'm saying. So if somebody do like something I do, they can go ahead and contact me. I leave my, I got my Gmail account up there. You can hit me up. And it's like people still, but it's funny because people still hit me up like, how can I get these beats? I'm like, dude, you don't. Know, you got Yes. A beat. You know, it's ah. yes.
4: It's right and there, that is yo. that is That's yeah. Is. That is what I'm
6: going to talk about a little bit later. That's you know that I, I'm so happy that you you hit on that because. Sometimes I feel like you can put out all your information. You can take time out and you're putting time into creating a website, putting your music in one place. You're putting out instructions. And right. people will still come to you in like this oblivion, oblivious state and say, hey, how do I get your music? And you got that right. look in your face. It's like, 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 huh?
0: like Scooby's <laughs> huh? back. Scooby yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: right. It's crazy.
0: Oh, it's, right. it's like the record just the scratch. Right, but my thing about it with that, though, is it's just a lot of times, too, is just people are hype monsters. So when when you get to the point where, where people really want something you want, like we live in an age of information, so there's no reason not to know what you don't want to know. You got right. Google, you got all these search engines, you got people, you got books, you still got libraries. Come on, man, like, come on. Right. Like, if you really want to know something, you're going to try your damnedest to find it. And that's where, I, I, that's where mm-hmm. I kinda, I'm kind of glad that people don't necessarily hit me up because I feel like if you really want to hit me up, you'll follow the fucking instructions.
1: You exactly. know what I'm mean? saying?
0: Like, yo, just hit me up. Yo, this is my name, such and such. Yo, this is my budget. You know what I mean? And let's work with that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people exactly. ain't built like that. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm not pressed. I'm still going to keep making my music while you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life. And when you get it together, we'll get together and we'll make something happen. See, and that is a great point that you just made, and I want the people to realize
6: that. Like, when you come to people who are about their business incorrectly, you mm. might not get a response a at all. It's a turn mm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. it's in your best interest to do your homework, because I feel like a lot of people don't do that no more. They don't right. do their homework about people and find out, you know, what, what their skill sets are and what they really bring to the table. And, all the other good stuff. So that that's a great point that you just yeah. put that out there.
0: And, they, and everybody's always trying to get something for nothing. Like, come on. Like, come on, like I made be, you know, the dudes be like, but check this out. yo. And, and this goes out to you rappers, especially you rappers. I'm calling you out. <laughs> you dudes will walk around with a $300 belt on, $200 pair of sneakers on, a fucking, a fucking Hollister shirt that costs that just medium that fits your little brother. But you, can't, but you can't, but when I, when I ask you how much I charge my and I tell you, 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 in amazement, but you want yes. somebody to invest money into you and what you do, and then, like, automatically, oh, of son uh he, he, I, I, ain't hot, I ain't hot as I was before, you don't know, get to be free, though, come on, man, fuck wait. that nigga.
7: Wait, wait, Doc, that's why I shared rappers. a post that somebody put up. I was dying. Somebody put up a post, and it was saying, uh, it was about rappers, like, all you do is rap about money. What you mean you don't got money for studio time? I was dying. It's the truth. Man, right? man that's, real, that's real That's real but when it comes down to the money, they like, mm, no, mm, that's too
6: much. Man, like,
4: they're
7: like,
6: what? What? But like man, you say, what man. you
0: spending it on? You're not spending all your music. What you gonna spending Come on more.
6: a strip club? you making it rain. What you,
0: what you doing? What you doing with the money? Let me tell you, I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna be, so, I'm gonna keep it so funky you with you. And the rain. last, last, last <laughs> year was the first year, and last year was the first year in three years I bought me anything physically clothes wise to wear because anything I had money, I put into my mm-hmm. music. I put into right. buying right. new there equipment. I put into buying mm-hmm. speakers. I put into fucking finding programs and, and mastering what I do and making that mm. sacrifice. And for somebody to be now like, yo, I can't even. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, niggas act like $200 for a beat is a lot. Like like $300. You can to the point in time when motherfuckers was charging 5Gs for each beat when they was in the industry. 10Gs. Timberland was getting over a fucking half a a quarter of a million for you think that he did. Like, like, let's be real about it. I'm nice with what I do. I don't turn right. mm-hmm. myself from it. I don't have to toot my own horn, but yes, I am nice with my shit. Is there other people that no, say, that's out okay. there that's nice with their shit? Absolutely. But fuck you pay me? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, it was destined for you to call up today. It was, de- it was
6: destined. You had to call up today because you are mm-hmm. absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct, man. Like, And I feel like either the MCs don't believe in themselves. That's why they don't want to spend that kind of money on it. Because if you're hot, if you know that you got skills and you can make a hot song, it's worth it to you to buy that beat.
0: Yeah. yeah. Why but it's don't also, you settle it for also, something else that's, that's not it's also, as hot as the
6: beat that you got because you don't want to pay for it?
0: It's, it also, a dichot- it's, it's also a double-edged sword. I'm going to tell you why. Because the way technology has progressed so far in advance nowadays, anybody can be a producer. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that bothers me. Anybody can be a singer. <laughs> that, can, that bothers me, too. Like, come on, be like, really? This, let me tell you something. If you had to take, and I'm, from a, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm old school, so you can right. call me old, whatever. But if you had to go back to a time where you only had eight-second sample time and have to make a classic song out of it, could you do it? If somebody's playing templates for your Fruity Loops and you had to start from scratch, could you do it? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And a lot of these dudes can make these can make what's popular now. I could do that, but I don't like that because everybody else is doing it. Right. Come mm-hmm. on. i with one hundred percent. That's
7: about any that's about any creative talent, and mm-hmm. and I talk about it all the time because it it burns me up. It's like everybody wants everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody wants right. to be able to say, I could do this, I could do this. But Do you have a real passion for it, though, or are you just doing it because you think it's a good right. way to make a buck or to be seen? Right.
4: Like, everything right. I'm doing,
7: I have a passion for. So when I see other right. people trying to come and do it, I'm like, for real? Right. What was this have for? Oh, all right. of a sudden, now you do this stuff. But, you know, it's, right. it's whatever. It's the way of the world.
0: And we just right. got to do
7: our best to make ourselves stand out from whatever it is yeah. they're trying to and
0: do. That's, and, but, see, this is my thing about it, though, too, is, like, it's it's so many issues that, that go into it that it's not based upon talent no more. It yeah, It's, it's good to have mm-hmm. talent and get in the door, but a lot of these mm-hmm. dudes don't have talent. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. add nobody names on it because you're not that important in my life, but it is what it is. I know, that's right. And then right. you <laughs> all going to tell me, and then I had, a, I had a rapper tell me, I had a DJ tell me this, a fucking DJ, the backbone of what hip-hop music is, tell me that fucking lyrics don't count no more. Well, if lyrics don't fucking count no more, why half the industry got going for wow. wow. Crazy. That, that,
6: but you, that is true.
0: Yeah.
6: That I, it is yeah. partly true. I, yeah. I believe it is true because a lot of these cats don't have lyrics. they just a uh, hook mm-hmm. and riding a beat.
0: Mm-hmm. And but the, but the, producers then the producers can't get paid. And the producers are <laughs> getting, mm-hmm. getting getting guap. Was sitting in the studio using the same eight oh eight and the same snare, and I know you know who you, who I'm talking about. I ain't got to say no names. It is <laughs> what the fuck it is.
4: You know what <laughs> I mean? Oh
0: man! Let me tell you yeah. something. There's so many. Let me tell you something. There's so many complexities of black people. If for you to narrow it down to just us being money hungry and about booty shaking and bitches is, is mm, so fucking narrow that just told you who wants what hip hop is. I'm right. sorry.
7: Tell it. Tell it. It is what it is. it is. But let me
0: chill. Let me chill before I start sounding like Rest and people start ignoring me. I'm good. I ain't got nothing else to say on that one. I'm going to chill on that one. Nah, that's you my man that. right you there, man. That. He was going around yeah. to the colleges kicking that knowledge. I love it. But, but see, That's the thing about it, though. That's the thing about it, though. Like, with, with rock and roll, people still love the Beatles. People still love Elvis Presley, even though he's a fucking thief. People love mm-hmm. um, the Beatles, Eric Clapton, so on and so mm-hmm. forth, the Grateful Dead. But when it comes to hip-hop, it ain't like that, and that's the problem. That's why in the future it's going to be way more white artists doing hip-hop than it's going to be black ones. I mean, you're going to sit there right. and be like, how the fuck did this happen? The same way it happened with rock and roll, the same way it happened with blues, or any other form of music that we've decided to create from our hearts. Right.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: It, is. With that. it is.
7: Well, Dr. No, we definitely appreciate you calling up tonight and sharing your views with us on that because
0: needed to be said, needed to be heard, and you did it. Thank you so very oh, much. Oh, yeah. I appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, another thing, too, before I go, man, check out that remix out there for that Pharrell joint, that Happy joint. Oh, oh yeah. okay. you got a remix. Oh, yeah, i send it, it to you. Sound I, I, cloud. I, 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 I'm going to send it to you. Matter of fact, it's on my SoundCloud. You can download it. You can download it That's on my SoundCloud. That's Yeah, it's All it's right, we're going to check it out. Yeah. I'm about do to all right. do that.
7: <laughs> Most definitely. All right, stay tuned for the rest of the show, if you can. We're going to be playing the encore of our interview with Mr. Princess Powell, which is a very good interview. So we thank you again for calling us, Dr. No. CD Radio. Thanks. We love you. Uh, All right. <laughs> <See, see, laughs>
6: oh, man, that's what I'm talking about on. right there. Yeah.
7: So right now, Black, we're going to go into a song, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to go into our interview with Mr. Princess Powell. The time is just kind of slipping away, so we got to keep it moving. Radio, yeah, it, it was
6: destined that Doctor No called up tonight. I loved it.
7: Yes, yeah. we're about Let's to play it. my theme song right now.
6: Your theme song.
7: And then all pause. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: My Gianni she blew leather suit. My nails were done and my hair was fierce. See, I was riding in a Cooper's limousine. Don't you want to
1: PD Radio. Radio.
7: That's right. This is a PD Radio exclusive. It is that time of the night where we shine our creative artist spotlight. And tonight, we are so very honored to bring to our audience the very talented, educated, distinguished 2013 NAACP Image Award nominee, Mr. Prentice Powell Princeton. Welcome to
4: PD
7: Radio.
3: Uh, thank, thank you. Sir. Thank you so much. So,
7: no, we thank you for taking the time to be on with us tonight.
3: Exactly.
0: I have to tell you real
7: quick, Princess, uh, you have my grandfather's name, so I, I just love your name. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Do I? <laughs> yes, that was my grandfather's name. So I'm like, oh, his name is Princess. My grandfather was a great man, so I know you're a great man. Anybody with that name has to be a great name.
3: Well, I'm trying. (laughs) I'm I'm definitely trying. I I would love to continue that legacy. So that's enough to hear.
7: (laughs) You are doing it. Princess, I want you to know we have many, many authors and poets who listen to our show, and they are over the Uh top right now to hear you on the show tonight because the love for your talent is so very strong and the people, they were just going nuts. Our listeners were going nuts knowing that you were going to be on tonight. How does that feel? You have like you're just everywhere right now. You're in high demand right now. How's that feeling for it, you?
3: You know, more than more than anything, it's really it's really humbling. You know, because I, I think mm-hmm. you know us as writers, like I, I write when everybody's in my house. You know, and and mm-hmm. for me, I write for from a very selfish space. So I write to keep sane. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I'm in my notebook mm-hmm. so I can so I can get through tomorrow. And um, yeah. to know that you know, there's people who even though I've been performing for a while, it hasn't been on this levels until probably the last year and a half. Um, just to know that people know who I am the way people mm-hmm. know who I am, considering the fact mm-hmm. that I write at night in my kitchen on the island, you know, in a rag-doll <laughs> book,
4: you know what I mean?
3: Um, it's it's really humble, and it's a blessing because, you know, I, I this is not what I was going for. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't. So it was all in God's plan. So, you know, I realize I'm a vessel, mm-hmm. so I'm going to just, I'm just going along with
7: the ride. I hear that. And and I think that's what makes it so sweet when it's not expected. You're just doing what you love. You have a passion for what you love. And when it comes to be recognized, it just makes it that much more sweet. And I'm going to be honest, Prentice. I'm going to be very honest. I am new to the Prentice Powell phenomenon. I can't recognize your talent. I can't recognize your talent because someone posted a video of you performing the system on Arsenio Hall. They posted it on my Facebook page. And I'm going to tell you, I looked at that video and I was instantly hooked. And my listeners will tell you, I saw that video and I said on my page, I said, I'm going to get him for the show. I am (laughs) going to get him for the show because I was so in awe. And I became an instant fan as soon as I saw that piece. I've never seen anyone do it on the level that you do it. And I reached out to you on Twitter and you responded, and that just made my level of respect for you go that much higher. I'm like, this brother is doing his thing,
1: and he is still thank so you. very
7: humble to even respond. No, I thank you. So, you, so no, I want I, you, I, Princess, I mean, I to take us. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
3: I, oh no no, I don't mean to cut you off. It, <laughs> it's just something you said sparked sparked a thought.
4: Go
3: ahead. It it this can all go tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. this can this can this can disappear tomorrow. So uh-huh. for me too, yeah, and, and I think about, I have a poem where, that I wrote about poets that I met back in the day who I love, you know, I'm a fan of this craft, and I met them mm-hmm. and they were jerks, you know, and mm. they didn't come to the, they didn't come to the poetry spot in a Bentley or a Benz, some of them caught the bus, so I'm like, why are you on your own hype, like this can go tomorrow, so for anybody who, who writes me or sends me an email, is like, yo, can you get on this show or can you do this, if it's, if it, if I can, I will because it can all go tomorrow. Like so, what if I'm on TV? Like that can go. Wow. So I just I just appreciate the fact that people appreciate my therapy. <laughs> you know, so mm. so it's not <laughs> a problem at is. all to, to be here rocking with y'all. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm a I'm a poet. I'm a fan of this. This is this is what I do. This is what I breathe. This is what I obsess over. So to be in the same mm-hmm. space, I, I travel a lot now. So if I can't mm-hmm. physically be in the same space, I love to be in the same space on the phone with other people who do the same wow. thing, because um, it's important. It's important to you know,
7: Princess, that's exactly why you're on the high that you're on right now, just listening to you and how humble you are and how you appreciate everything that's in front of you. Because, as you say, you have people who they take things for granted. They're on their own high, and they don't realize you can't be where you are without people supporting you.
3: And right, you, Absolutely.
7: You understand that, and that's exactly why you're on the level you're on right now. And that's why so many people, you know, that's why so many of us have such a high level of respect for you and, and stay the way you are because God I is shining a light you I on you. All right. That's all I need to hear. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I promise like you I, I was, will. That's the one thing I can promise. I, yeah. I will.
7: I love it. I love it. That's right. When did your love for writing begin, Prentice? What what inspired this gift in you?
3: Um, you you know, I, I I never I don't think I ever, honestly, it's gonna sound crazy. I don't ever think I honestly had a love for writing. Um, oh, okay. in high school. In high school mm-hmm. I did forensic speech and debate, so I was used to being on on stage doing theater. Um, but mm-hmm. when I was when I was um uh in, in 2003, I was at the, the library, and a cousin of mine who was a year younger than me, shout out to my cousin Tyson, um, he's a dope. Mm-hmm. And he, he came, and he was my cousin who was a couple months older than me. Everything he did, I did. So when he got into football when we were five, I got into football. He was tight, I sucked. When he got into <laughs> basketball, he was, he was dope in basketball. I was not as good. Um, so he came to the local library. My mother told me that he was going to do poems, and I was like, okay, well, let me go see what he's doing. He did a dope poem. And so naturally I went home, it was like I could do that. And so I went home and I wrote a poem. Um, and actually what happened is after I wrote that poem, um, I, I broke up with my ex and I was sitting in the house that I had my first apartment and was just kinda of growing a beard and eating ice cream and doing the reverse waiting to excel type thing.
4: Oh brothers. You know, so
3: so for me it wasn't it wasn't waiting to excel. I think I was watching brown sugar over and over and over. I so was go. my thing, right? Yeah, right, that's a little more manly, right? I was about to brown sugar, exactly. right, right, right. you know, <laughs> you know, I eating some ice cream, you know what I'm saying? A more manly, uh, right, right, right. So my mom, my mom took me out to the Oakland Slam, and um, she signed me up, and I didn't know. And I've always had this ability to memorize pretty good. So I had the poem mm-hmm. in my head, and she signed me up, and I didn't know. So I, I came in like third, um, that first wow. time, in the coach wow. Sonia Um, She's one of the founders of the Oakland Slam. She was like, "You should come back and compete to be on the team." And I was like, "Well, I don't. I, I just wrote this. Like, I don't have. I don't do poetry." So right. I went home and I wrote a poem, a new poem every week for um, for five weeks. So each week I came back with a new poem and I made the team. And um, wow. two months after two months after writing my first poem, I um, came in fourth in the nation. So it kind of was mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it kind of was just like, okay, well, this may be something new for me to explore. And um, it it. Yeah. It kind of took off from there, and I, you know, deposed mm-hmm. these spots and paid for my own tickets, slept on couches, caught Greyhounds across country to, you know, rock for 15 <laughs> minutes with $10 CDs and sleeves. Right. With, wow. You know, you know how we do. You know our grind. Wow, and, um, you know, yes. got, got stuck in a couple <laughs> cities for a little longer than I wanted to. And, um, you know, I had to slang CDs or, or, or rock on the corner mm-hmm. to make some money to get home, and it kind of just mm-hmm. went from there. And then I got into education mm. through doing poetry, and that kind of opened a whole another door of developing curriculum and things of that nature. And so, um, wow, it, it, that's kind of how it started.
7: See, it's a mm. passion, and people don't understand. You have to have a passion. Like you didn't start out wanting to do poetry, but you got into it. You know, grabbed a hold of you, and, and you did what you had to do to make it happen. It's a passion. And people got to sure, understand absolutely. that you have, no matter what it is you do in life, you have to have a passion. And I have to tell you, me and my, my co-host, Black, we were talking about you. You just spoke on being able to have a good memory and memorizing your lines. We were talking just yesterday about how just watching, you know, some of your videos, we were like the way you deliver your message is such, with such ease. It's like you're not consciously trying to memorize it. It's just coming off like, like like fluid. It's just liquid. It's just uh it's like, <laughs> it's
4: like uh and speak and, and um. speaking of the uh
7: <laughs> when, when we watched your video, I don't know the name of the you know, the poem, but it's the one, I'm not who you say I am Oh Man Princess, And I have to tell you, our special guest host who was on the line with us tonight, Miss Valencia, points out to she is an author of Thomas Clark. She's on with us tonight. She turned me on to that video. And I'm watching wow, you, no and I'm problem. like, you are saying, imagine how my kids are going to be when I'm through with them. You're like,
6: ugh.
0: That's uh, how I felt. <laughs> I
7: was <laughs> done. I was done. I said, this is it. I said, I've never seen a poet deliver the way you deliver. You killed it. I'm like, so Thank in you. awe of you. Is that Thank important you so to you, friend, to touch? No, 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 no. Thank you. Is it important to you to touch on subjects to get us talking and thinking and, you know, kind of looking outside the box of what the media feeds us? Because that piece right there, you you brought it.
4: <laughs>
3: to tell you the truth, no. I mean, and it sounds no? so weird because sometimes mm-hmm. I have these, you know, like I, I do interviews and, and, and people ask me questions, and I wish sometimes that I had more than what I actually have, but I'd be lying to you. Mm-hmm. It's, what, what's important five, is no. for me to keep saying You know what I mean Like I, I, So that poem I wrote because I felt like I hadn't wrote I hadn't written anything on behalf of, of Us as black men So
4: mm-hmm.
3: I felt like it was necessary for me To write something on behalf of us black men Who may not necessarily have The space or the platform That I do to say how we feel About ourselves um, And that's really all it was So I don't really write to get you know, people talking mm-hmm. about anything I write because okay. this is how I feel. So if you like it, cool. If you don't, cool. I don't care. This is <laughs> how I feel. I'm talking that, <laughs> But that's right. a
7: true poet, though. That is a true poet. You write for what you feel mm-hmm. and not, you know, for recognition or to, you know. I just wanted to ask that question. But that is true what you say. You have to write what you're feeling and how people perceive it is up to them. But you have to be true right. to you with whatever it is that you put out.
3: Right, and and I think the the key for for me is just sincerity. Like, I'm very sincere about everything I say. Like, I make sure that I can live behind everything that I say. If mm. I say it in my poem, I make sure that no matter how much of a point somebody makes against it, that I can own what I said. Right. You, know, mm. man, you have a very valid point. You know what? This is something that I didn't think about when I wrote this. It's a valid point, but you know what? I still stand behind what I said, You know, so I, I think... For me, it's just it's just staying sincere, and I'm very passionate, so what you say about it, it's fluid, thank you so much, but I don't really care about my delivery too much, you know, like i don't i'm not I'm not really i'm I'm not writing to be like, okay, so let me put this this, this, then some some something then this, and
4: mm-hmm. that and,
3: and the hat and kick the back tonight and no, no, i don't I don't care well, so I'm really just kind of talking. You...
7: I don't care how you put it together. All I know is it's like butter when it comes out to now. It just comes out with such ease. It's like I want to get on your level. I'm going to pull myself and I want to get on your level. Where I could just get up there and, and speak and it's just like liquid. It's just kind of flowing out with such ease. You, you do it. like I don't know if you understand the level of the gift that you have. It is crazy. It is crazy. I do you. It. Thank
3: you. I, I don't, but I'm crazy. glad I don't. You know, like, I realize <laughs> right. I'm a vessel now. You know, like, it, it may uh-huh. sound kind of weird, but I realize that I'm a vessel. I realize that this is not me. Like, that's something that I came across probably in December. I realized, like, yo, mm-hmm. this is way bigger than me. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't really just a tool that's being used to say these things that are coming out. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really I, – I thank God every day, but I, I, I'm happy that I have a gift. But, you know, I've learned that when you have a gift – uh, one of my mentors Amir Suleiman he taught me something um a long time ago um shout out to Amir Suleiman for those who are listening if you do not know who mm-hmm. Amir Suleiman is please look him up just type in Amir Suleiman danger and that's all mm-hmm. me. Um, Amir and taught he. Me, he told me right, he he told me something once and um because I, I had the blessing of doing some workshops with him um in in the hood in, in Frisco in Fillmore mm-hmm. and I was telling him how I was frustrated on um what I was writing, I didn't want to sound like anybody else. And, and he just told me one time that I, he said, he used a dope analogy, and he said, okay, so you have to look at it this way as far as poets and artists. Everybody has a smile. So he said, if I try to get up on stage and if I try to smile like you, I'm not smiling like myself. He said, in turn, mm-hmm. what I am trying to do is represent somebody that I'm not. And then he also said, so in turn, by trying to represent somebody I'm not, my smile and not giving my genuine smile, I'm robbing the world the opportunity of, of, of receiving what I have to give through my smile. And in turn, mm-hmm. I'm robbing myself of the opportunity to see what happens when I smile, which in turn makes mm. me extremely selfish to the whole world because I am not smiling like myself because I'm too busy trying to smile like somebody else.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. So, wow. If you done
3: that and, and you think about it, it's, it's, it's like, why, why try to smile like somebody else? Why try to sound like somebody else or... Or, you know, don't do this because, you know, so-and-so is doing it. Do it because you want to do it. And whatever that is, do it because you want believe in what it is that you yes. yes. Like,
7: you don't even understand how deep this is right now. We have so many conversations on the show about this how people, you know, they kind of jump on bandwagons and want to do what everybody else is doing. No, do it for the love that you have for doing it. Let your individuality come out through that. Don't do it the way the next person is doing it. Do it the way you want to do it. And it's it's so refreshing to hear you say that. You have no idea. That, that's, man, that's powerful right there. But, um, Princess, I want to turn it over to my to my co-host in a second because I have a habit of taking over the show, and they'll tell you. <laughs> <Okay. so. laughs> but I, I have another question I want to ask you real quick. I mean, you're so big right now, and your group, Phybology, which you're a part of, opened up for right. Jill Scott's 2013 summer tour. Now, Jill herself is amazing, just a yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful good. spirit. And um, the network that we're under, Six Man Radio, um, they had an interview with her, and the interview was just so beautiful. She's a, such a warm spirit. But I have to tell you, and I have to let you know, Princess, I'm in awe of you right now because you, you got the basket of presents of my all time favorite entertainer, Stevie Wonder. I'm jealous right now. Like, like you oh, don't even know. Yeah. I'm, no, please be you jealous. You have to tell please me, Princess. Well. <laughs> I am mean, jealous. I'm telling you straight please, up. Please. What was that like to be in his presence? I, I can't even imagine. I am so, not starstruck the, the, at all by anyone, but this man right here, Stevie Wonder, I would faint. I'm telling you straight up. What was it like? So, he, being in his he,
3: that was in 2000 and um okay, I don't remember what I was wearing. That was <laughs> 2007, 2008, 2008. I'm sorry, I yeah. didn't want my words. Okay. Um, that was 2008. Um, I was at Spoken Funk on, um, so it was a brother named Poetry. Shout out to Poetry. He was on Deaf Poetry Jam mm-hmm. back in the day. He did a lot for us as poets. He was one of the first poets to start getting on commercials and things like that. Poetry has a mm-hmm.
4: um
3: in L.A. called Spoken Funk. And by the way, that's another thing I feel like we don't do as artists. We don't pay homage to those people who come before us or help us out. Um, yes. but that's Sorry, yeah. that's a little segue. So poetry has an event called Spoken Funk in L.A. Um, in Hollywood, and um, I was on stage and I was rocking. But um, Stevie Wonder owns one of the stations out there; he's one of the co-owners of a like a R&B station, who he was at that time. Mm. And I was wow. on stage, and I was probably like seven minutes into my set, and I don't remember what poem I was doing, but I remember he walked in. With Malcolm Jamal Warner, and I I hadn't met Malcolm Jamal Warner yet at that time. So Stevie Wonder and Theo walk into the spot while I'm doing a poem, and I was just, like, I stopped. You know, like, I I literally stopped. I tried to keep going because I was like, no, I'm about to go hard. You know, I'm about to finish the rest of this poem, and I stopped, and I said, I'm so sorry, y'all. I know this is unprofessional, this is when, you know, like... I, I paid for my own ticket to come out there. I think I caught the Greyhound. I had some CDs. And I said, but TV Wonder is just, just walked in here, y'all, and
5: he did that all the
3: time at this space. So nobody mm-hmm. was really deep like I was. You know, and this is L.A., uh-huh. so, you know, people are, you know, used to it and stuff like that. But it right. was amazing. And so after, I got to sit down with him for about 30 minutes, and we, um, we ate some french fries. And uh I had oh, a wow. lot <laughs> and, and sat down and um, he told me that he liked my poetry. That's all he said. he said, "I like I really like your poetry, and i just i I didn't need anything else uh right to you,
4: you
3: know, and I wanted to pick his brain, but I don't think at that time I really had learned yet. um, I think I was just humble, you know Steven Wonder is my favorite mm-hmm. artist of all time, he's a musical genius. Yes. And so yes. I just listened to him and Malcolm Jamal Warner kind of talk and people come up to him. I just kind of sat there, to say the truth. So I, I wish I had wow. like a, you know, a bigger story than that. But it was it was amazing. It was <sighs> amazing I- to be in that man's presence. You know, I, I mean.
7: Oh, man.
3: This is a dude. You know, like you crazy. understand, Princess. I
7: just, I want to be in your presence right now because you were in his presence. Like, that's how hey, it off. is for I'm me. On other, right? Yes, it's just, just to know you got to soak up his aura. It's like, oh, I just, I just want to be around you now because I know you were around him. It's like I, I can't even imagine. As I said, <laughs> I am not starstruck at all. I don't care who it is. I'm not. To me, people are people. I don't care what your right. level of fame is, but Stevie Wonder, I am not going to lie. If I'm in the room with that man, I'm done. I am truly, truly done. He is just awesome. As you should be,
3: because I was too.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I love it. All right. uh, I'm going to pass the mic right now to to our guest co-host of the night, author Valencia Poindexter. She is very excited about you on the show tonight, and I know she has a question or two for you.
2: So, Valencia. Hi. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited because like I got told Miss City. I have been looking forward to speaking to you, and like when I first heard you, it was on Miss C's Facebook, and then I came across um, verses and flows. Uh huh. And it was it was purely by accident that I even came across that because my friend Untame actually took me to that, and of course once I like something, I have to go keep looking to see if I. Really like that person to he just in all one piece.
3: A well, one hit, right? Right, right.
2: <laughs> one, one hit wonder kind of thing. And I right. found your piece, um, "Good Father," and uh, it was yes. so powerful. The words were powerful in itself, but then it was like there was more behind that because you were still so humble behind it. And while the message is simple, that you were trying to get out. What was one thing that I want to know? What's one thing that you really wanted somebody to really hear past the words?
3: Um, You know, it's really uh, um, interesting that you say that. And hi, Valentia. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you for for having (laughs) me on the show as well. Um, The interesting thing is I have to go to – I've been running that poem all day. Um, Yesterday uh, (laughs) – it's crazy – Yesterday, I'm a very candid person. Yesterday, um, I watched my son learn how to ride his bike with no training wheels um, mm-hmm. on on, mm-hmm. on Skype, and I watched him do
4: wow.
3: it. I watched him do it with his uh, mother's boyfriend, and mm-hmm. he is a really good dude. Um, my son has a little sister by his his mother, um, and he, he's the father. He's a really good dude. Um, and that was the hardest thing I've had to do, I think, thus far. I think it tops everything I've been through thus far. And um it was really hard. I even posted a picture on Facebook on of uh, me watching it happen just mm. to kind of motivate wow. fathers who aren't doing their jobs um, to just kind of remind them that there's fathers out here who envy them. Um, the crazy thing is I have to go, I have to fly to uh, to L.A. on Monday because I'm back on Arsenio Um Mm-hmm. I, I film on Monday, and uh, it airs I on Tuesday, it. and mm-hmm. I'm doing Good Father.
4: Oh, um, wow. That's the poem
3: I, I'm, I'm, cho- I'm choosing to do, and um, right now it has more relevance than than what you saw on TV when I had my son in my lap. It has more relevance than Boy. when I did it on season one of Versus and Flow, mm-hmm. and I think for me – um. I've really been thinking about this because I, I'm never nervous, but I am extremely nervous about Monday. And I'm nervous because I know the platform that I'm going to be speaking on, what it's done thus far mm-hmm. me being on that platform. I know the that's not a performance. You know, I can't just do that poem, so it's very rare that people see that poem. I don't put it in my sets because mm-hmm. if I don't feel it, I don't do it. And sometimes I just don't want to feel that way. So just for me, right. to answer your question, with, with saying all that, to answer your question, there are so many things that I think pe- I want people to do. Like I want people to hurt like I hurt. I mean, it's selfish. Mm-hmm. I want people to feel what? my pain. Um, I- I'm tired mm-hmm. of people saying we don't love our children. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 tired of feeling like I'm in 1947 um, when I go into the family the the Santa Clara County Family Court. I'm tired of, of getting. That's the closest I've ever felt to to um, segregation was in the court battle fighting to keep my son from going to Florida. And I just want people to know that I want my son. You know what I mean? Like, I, wow. I, that's that's all it is. Like, I really want my dude back. I,
4: wow.
3: He's happy. I'm I'm happy he's happy. You know what I mean? But I want my dude back. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't, you know, like, I, I, I get emotional thinking about it right now. Like, I, I, I just want my mm-hmm. dude back. And so, yeah. When I do that poem, it's not to bash his mother. I'm never going to speak bad on any of my children's mothers because I want to lead by example. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's, it's, right. That's why I don't. That's why I don't talk about her in that poem. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's not about her. Right. It's about the right. fact that I feel that the the court system is unjust, and it's the fact that I have to go through things that I feel I shouldn't have to go through as a parent. And. Um, mm-hmm. That, that's really, I guess, all all my point is in that poem. It's, I mean, it's really, it's therapeutic. It's painful every time, and it doesn't get easier. And my son right. is five now. You know, I, I, if if you look on, on YouTube, when I um, around the time I wrote it, he had a pacifier in his mouth. He was like one and a half. Right.
4: Mm-hmm. 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 And
3: he's five, and that poem hurts even more now than it did when I wrote it. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to mm-hmm. think like, when, mm-hmm. when can it? When is it gonna feel different? You know, like when. When is it going to, when can I stop, when can I retire this phone? You know how we retire phones? You know, we say we're not going to do them anymore. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, like, I want to retire this phone, but I can't because it's still so relevant. So for me, Right. I just, wow. I just want people to know I want my dues back.
2: You know, I, you know I, just, I really want to say this. <laughs> I really admire your approach on this because you're not writing for anybody to give you recognition on that. Even now, it's just like huh. this isn't about you. This isn't about too liking mm-hmm. the poem, this isn't about any of that. This is just about me wanting my son. And this mm-hmm. was just therapeutic and you just happened to see it and I really love that. I really mm-hmm. love that passion behind it and you know, and how it's still about that regardless of how popular this season has got it. Right. And I
4: really
2: am yeah, for that. that.
3: Thank you. And you know, it's totally strategic about me. They they gave me the option of what poem I wanted to do, um, a, a while mm-hmm. back. Um and I was like, hell yeah, I'm a do good father. Like mm-hmm. we don't see any of us on TV talking about we love our kids. They always talk about how, exactly. how we don't raise our kids, how we're not around our kids, how we don't care about our kids. Mm-hmm. And granted, I have flaws as a father. There are plenty of mm-hmm. other ways areas I can improve, but and I want my dude back. So you gonna, right. gonna give me a platform on Arsenio and ask me what right. I did? Exactly. Like, right, right. Oh, no, I'm about to go hard. Yeah. No, because hey, there might be there may be a family court a uh, family law attorney
0: who is way better than
3: the one I had, who may hear this. I want my son Princess. back. You know what I mean? Like, this is, let's, let's be real. Like,
4: mm.
3: you give me this platform to, to reach 1.6 million people? Right. Oh, no, I, I want it. my son back. So I'm going to let 1.6 million know I want my dude back. I'm going to mm. tell you, Princess.
7: Oh. I personally have so much respect for you because of the fact towel. You speak about how you want to be a good father, how you just want your son, and how you also acknowledge that you will not speak bad of his mother. It has nothing to do with her. And and people don't realize how important that is because just because a couple doesn't work out, that should not affect your relationship with your child. And I'm a big, big advocate of that, very big. Like my parents divorced when I was, very young but i tell you what my parents were best friends my father never kicked my mother's back in my mother never kicked my father's back in they came together and raised us as parents and that's all that i know and and to hear a man say i just want to spend time with my child i just love my child i just want to do what's right by him i'm not going to talk bad about his mother it's not about her and even if you can you choose not to
4: and you get big no respect point. for
7: that. Like, you have no idea. Big respect for that. And your child, even when they're young, they may not be able to understand, but as they grow older, they will remember. My dad never said nothing bad about my mom. Or well, my mom never this said anything bad about my dad. They're going to remember that. And when you have a lot of bitter couples out here because it didn't work, they want to bash each other. So
4: respect to you. Right. On
3: that. that's, but seriously. That's how it should be. I learned that from my mother. My mother never, yes. never said anything ill about my father. when I found out at 16, (laughs) everything I found out about my pops, I had so much more respect for my mom. I was like, how could you not just, how could you not rip that for everything that he did not represent? You know, and so when I found it out, I looked at my mom like, yo, you are such a genius. And I feel like for me, I need to leave. There's a documentary that I'm in called also seen in men, um, Valencia, what's mm. Valencia's last name? I forget her last name, but um, point that you may be able to Google it and find it, but it's about, <laughs> it's it, it Sylvia. It. Yeah. I thought you said
2: Valencia. Oh, no, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, not a
3: different Valencia. <laughs> not Juve, a different Valencia. <laughs> um, well,
7: everybody
3: calls me. And, and in, the, in the documentary, you know, she signed some waivers to be in it, and there was a, a scene where mm-hmm. she's picking him up, and she's acting ratchet. And mm. I didn't tell her to act that way and you know, it just it's weird because she dyed her hair red and everything and that's not mm. her but her hair was red mm. and she just she just acted an ass. On tape. Mm. And it made it into the documentary. <laughs> wow. You know, it made it into wow. the documentary and my thing is and, and this is not to say anything ill, you know. Um, but my mm-hmm. whole thing is right. I wanna leave I want to leave I want to leave um I want to leave something that speaks for itself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So when All I'm right. gone, my son can turn on this Arsenio performance, can turn on verses and flow, can can look at my body of work that honors him or speaks on him, so that it's not just me saying, you know, your daddy loves you, right? Because I feel like everything comes to light in the long run, and I want my work yes, to speak it for itself rather than for me to speak for my work. You know what I mean? So
7: there it is. Um, yes,
3: that's what I I'm trying it. to do.
7: Wow. That's what I'm trying to do. I, my level of respect I mean, oh. is going up by the second. Oh man <laughs>
3: I don't Yeah, Yeah. You know, I don't I don't get it mm. when people say that. I mean I, I thank you but it still doesn't really register to me, um and I'm not even asking why. Um, it's just how I feel.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, so I appreciate and it and I um I'm thankful. I respect but,
7: uh, that, too. In the video, you you say that when you read your poem, Good Father. You say that, like, you know, I don't need likes. I don't need shares. I don't need your comments.
4: No. Nah,
3: you just speak Ain't going to the get heart. them back. Hey, right. not going to get them back. Exactly. going to get them back. You, Wow. you telling me, dope. but what it will do is, you know, I had a brother who one time um, came up to me after I did that poem. He said, man, I, my son is three and a half years old, and I haven't seen him once, and he lives around the corner from me. Mm. And he said, your poem makes me want to go see him. I swear to God, two months later, um, I seen him with his son eating tacos. Wow! Wow! And um, wow. I didn't say anything to him. I seen it and I walked by and I was like, "Yo, uh, this is this is bigger than me." You know, mm-hmm. he was eating tacos with his with his three <laughs> right. <two months> <laughs> wow. and a half year old son. Right. Wow. man. It? Oh, you never know, right? Oh. What we do has has mm-hmm. has power. Like people say, you know, right. There's power in words. Action speaks speak a lot of words. Nah, not all the time. Because a lot of mm-hmm. times you don't get action until they hear
4: something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for mm-hmm. so anybody
3: thinks that, you know, we don't have any value in the things that we're saying, the things that we're doing, you may not need to be doing this thing because you're insulting us who believe otherwise. You know, it is.
7: Princess, I have to tell you, our Twitter and Facebook followers are like going bananas over your interview right now. People are so in awe of you right now, how you're just coming with the truth and just being real, you know. People love that. Instead of you trying to put on this facade, you're coming with the real, and people respect that and appreciate that, and our followers are loving it. I would just like to ask you right now, you know, I, I did ask you, earlier, would you be willing to, to do a piece on the air? Are you still prepared to do that for us here on PD Radio?
3: Yeah, we can yeah. do whatever you want to do. You want to do poems, one poem, it does not matter. <laughs> oh, man.
7: Like,
3: this <laughs> this I'm blushing you know, I'm not, right
7: now. I'm just smiling then, ear to ear. So, yes. It's not.
3: It's, it's not the, the thing I love about this is that mm-hmm. So it's, it's at the point now where um, like, when I go to L.A., I'm in L.A. probably four or five times a, a month now, which is probably a 50-minute flight from the Bay Area because I'm from Oakland. I'm in the Bay Area. It's now at the okay. point where, and I'm telling people this not to brag, but I want to show that there is no glass ceiling to what we are doing. Um, yes. I have, like, drivers now, right? So, like, when I get off a plane, there's a white man in a suit with a sign mm. that says, pretty Powell mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I <laughs> yes. take a picture of Every single <laughs> white man holding that suit. You're not the closest yes. I'm get to my reparations, so I take a picture, right?
4: And even if I have a duffel
3: bag, you know, even if I have a duffel bag and I'm only there for a day, like on on Monday, I make him hold my bag, and he walks yes. in front of me. Well, I, and and I'm walking, and I walk to this big ass black Escalade <laughs> with tinted windows, and only my I'm in it, you know, and I, yes. and I enjoy the moment because I've worked for it and I've earned it, and it is possible for us to receive that. But what these shows do are keep me grounded. You know what I mean? Like these, this is this is this is is real. Like that's not real.
4: (laughs) You know what I mean? Like
3: they can stop paying for my flights. They can stop paying for these hotels and these nice places. That's not real. Mm -hmm.
4: This is real.
3: So let's do poems. Let's talk. Let's yes. I love you.
4: (laughs) Let's be honest, right?
3: (laughs) Let's do it. And to anybody, because I get reviews sometimes and people say, uh-huh. you know, oh, he think he, no, I don't think I'm anything. But, yeah, uh-huh. I, I, I am happy that I got a white man holding the sign when I get off the plane now, off of poetry.
7: Well, I'm going to tell you, I am I don't happy care about what they say. You the man. You know nah. why I say you the man? Not because you're just in demand, but because, I mean, just now having you on the show and just hearing your personality, just hearing how you speak the truth and just watching how you deliver your poetry, you're the man because you do it. For real You're the man Because you're not Doing it for accolades You're the man Because you do it For the love So but what Anybody else say PD Radio is here To tell you You're the shit Okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh we can Uh-oh.
4: say two <laughs> oh we can say You, two. There on there you can
7: say Whatever what? you want To say Yes
4: oh,
3: clean word Oh, oh. Yes well, Thank you No censor No censor Right. No, I'm over here. Here. no, trying to clean up these poems. Like, okay, let me say shoot. Uh, let me well, what say. Are you to keep it PG. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can spit the
7: original <laughs> poem,
3: not the, uh, the clean up the version, <laughs>
7: And right Yo, now we have an mic to you. Uh,
3: what is there any poem that you wanted me to do specifically?
7: No, we want you
3: to do whatever okay. you want to do. It, it's and all about you. Know you. This? this one that I'm working on and. I really like mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, all these shows, you got to be so polished. Um, but there's one that I'm currently mm-hmm. working on that I would love to share. It's unfinished. I think it's unfinished. Please. It may not be unfinished. Um, but Please. I would love to share it because I haven't, I haven't shared it. Oh, um, I want to share it once. Here we go. Okay. Exclusive. Um,
7: <laughs> yes. So this is not
3: a political poem at all. Um, and I'm actually thinking about Us as Black Men when I wrote it. Oh, mm-hmm. and it's inspired by a writing prompt that uh, myself, Javon Johnson, Rudy Francisco, Sean Williams, and Andrew Tyree, uh, we are Fiveology. biology um, We're working on a collective form under this theme uh, of being a black man in America and what that means to us. And I've okay. never written from that space. Um, okay. Being a black yeah. man in America means being my brother's keeper while keeping a distance from my brother because I don't trust him further than I can see him. It's believing the cops don't give a fuck about you. Being a black man in America is being taught at a young age how not to doubt yourself because everyone else already does. It's the love you have for your mother regardless of her flaws and dealing with your daddy issues so your son doesn't have to. Being a black man in America is a full-time job you will never see a single penny for. There are no time off, no breaks, no benefits. It is a lifelong commitment and an early death sentence. Being a black man in America is a gift. It is a blessing. It is a gift God chose for you to receive because he believes you can handle it. It's being dealt a shitty hand. It's a gamble. It's, you know knowing every time you step outside, the world is a poker table. And whether you like it or not, your chips are all in. It is a grin you put on your face when you feel pain just to let the world know they will not break you. Right after dropping down to your knees, praying to God, asking him to heal you because the pressure is too real. But you popped 30 pills, but that shit still didn't kill you. But what will is stepping outside without your combat boots on or heading to the corner or... Leaving your, pistol, uh, leaving your pistol under the floorboard. Your mother doesn't know it's loose. It's knowing you need to de- detach yourself from your brother's dangerous lifestyle, but your loyalty won't let you because you know if he hadn't been around when that shit went down, you may not be here right now. Being a black man in America is literally to possess everything that lacks in America. Why do you think they work so hard for us not to succeed? We are hypochondriacs of the soul who bleed when we speak. Being a black man in America means you can die over a pack of Skittles, have your murder or acquitted, then deemed as a celebrity to fight in a boxing match against the damaged black mm. man with drug issues you used to rap. And your own people who are mm. just like you will pay to see it on pay-per-view even though it won't bring your life back. It black boy, black boy, turn your music down. Keep it loud if you want, but that may be the last gas you ever pump. Being a black man in America means being a black man in America, and unless you are a black man in America, you will never understand what it's like to be a black man in America. But don't pity us, envy us. We are whole pieces of broken, some too shattered to care, and some just trying to put it all back together. That's it.
7: Wow, oh, man, give it yeah. up for Prince of
4: Power. Wow.
7: See, that, that's what I'm talking about. This, this is this is why the star is shining so bright on you, because you speak on it. No matter what it is, you speak on Mm-mm-mm. it and let it be known. And that piece right there, yeah, that's brand new, because you touched on some very, <laughs> yeah. very sensitive subjects that's happening right now. Prentice, yeah. you are amazing. Yes, you yeah, did that. Yeah, I'm you. glad you, you chose to share that with us here on the air. Thank you so very much.
4: Uh-huh, thank I'm you. Like,
7: I'm, mm. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I said it earlier. Just I said it I'm not starstruck.
4: Oh, man.
7: Mm-hmm. I'm not starstruck. Nah, I'm the only like, mm. person I'm starstruck about is Stevie Wonder, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh. Princess is kind of doing it for me, y'all. <laughs> He's kind of doing it for me, y'all, because I mm-hmm. have such a high-level respect for him. You, you're kind of doing it for me, Princess, right now. I mean, okay. I, I'm, I'm a, okay, I'm going to stop. Thank you. Black, go ahead. I know you have a question for Princess, so go ahead and do your thing.
6: I got a quick question because uh, I just want to speak on the system real quick. Okay.
4: Um, oh, man. You,
6: People who know I watch a ton of movies from They Live to all kinds of stuff, right? You know, I'm a uh-huh. huge Matrix fan. I dig into the theory behind it and all that craziness. And sure. uh, after after watching you perform that on our Senior Hall show, I was like, Man. a.k.a. the Black Matrix, right? And And what I wanted you to did? dive into is everything about when you stepped on the stage, from how you were dressed to how you had your hat to every gesture had a meaning to it. And I don't know what? if people really understand what went into that performance
5: uh, because, no,
6: no. to me, it's one of the greatest poems I've ever heard. Wow. Yeah. I'm just going yeah. to put it out there. It I had is. to watch it over and over because it it kind of freaks you out. It, it, was, it was almost like all the TVs were just going to go blank and then pop back on, and you, I was going to see you giving <laughs> mm-hmm. this message to the entire world. It was that powerful. So I just, yes, if you could just is. speak on what went into your preparation for that and, and anything that, you know, you thought of to put that piece together, I would love to hear. Um,
3: oh, okay. Well, thank you for that, that compliment. Man. That's huge. Um the system I wrote just as a poem, so the words were already there. I just was from um, where so I still was living downtown in Oakland. I was walking past City Hall, and I was thinking to myself, if the system could speak, what would it say? Right. Um, And so I wrote the poem. Um, I'm a huge, huge dance fanatic. So when I was young, um, me and my, my three best friends, um, we learned at like fifteen that if you could dance the girls liked you and you didn't exactly so, <laughs> Exactly. So so I was I was a corny dude who I didn't have in like a of game. So if I walk up to a girl, it's gonna be a rap unless I'm doing some dance moves. So that's true. um I have I've grown up you know, I spent I was spending half of my time travelling on YouTube watching um videos.
4: Oh, um man. I
3: at a castle of mine in East Oakland for um, the past like two and a half years, um, and I'm not there anymore. But right next door, um, there's a, a space called Youth Uprising, and there's two brothers who go by Yak Films. And mm-hmm. Yak Films, if anybody was a dance fanatic or a fan of just good videography, check them out. Um, they do dance videos. They travel the world recording the dopest dance, the dopest dancers in different genres of dance, um, hip hop fusion, everything, popping. B-boying um, right. and they create Stories through their dancing and it's Amazing and I was like yo I want to be the first poet They work with so I thought to myself how can I Do that and I have a homeboy by the name of L who um, he's one of those like showtime Dunkers does the acrobatic dunks for the Warriors And he knows them personally Okay, so I was like yo mm-hmm. can, you ask them, can you ask them If they be willing to, to work with me I'm broke don't have no money but, yo, if they <laughs> be willing, he came back, he was like, no. You know, these cats do big budgets. They're really busy. It's, it's right. not, no.
5: And I was like, cool. But
3: I was like, no, nah, that's not cool. I was like, you going to work with me. So, honestly, to tell you the truth, after that, I thought like, yo, I should implement. I want to do something different with it. So, I just kind of mm-hmm. started moving and doing stuff. And then uh, at Nationals in 2012, Um, I was on stage doing that poem, and we were already, we were already out of, it was semis, and we knew we weren't going to make it to finals, and so, I got on to do that poem, and I just was like, fuck it, and so, I got up there, and I (laughs) found myself just kind of moving, you know, so, after I did that, I went home, and I just got on, you know, YouTube, and just started practicing my pops and ticks, and, which I already was doing, you know, just for fun, in my Mm -hmm. bathroom, when nobody's looking, you know, and, um, (laughs) I still practice. It's still not where I want it to be, but the theory behind it was I just want to have something that nobody's ever seen. I want to push the envelope. I don't want to mm-hmm. just get up and and say something. And I had a vision for it. And thank you to you know my whole Waltz and Isaac family. They're the producers of Versus and Flow. Um, they allowed me to uh, kind of implement what I, my vision was for that poem. So the whole lightning thing they did on Versus and Flow. Um, was my idea. I was just like, yo, I need my hat low. I want to do it so nobody can see me. It's kind of like a silhouette type of look. And um, mm-hmm. I think because of our relationship, they allowed me to do it. So, and and right before I got on Versus the Flow, I know you were mentioning Arsenio, but I have to give credit to Versus and Flow um, before mm-hmm. Arsenio because that's the first place I did it and the first people who allowed me to do it. And that's how I got to do it on Arsenio was because they gotcha. call it on Versus and Flow. Um, mm. I was in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom. If you guys look at season three, um, oh, Omari, he, was, um, he had a violinist, um, and he had a dancer mm-hmm. up there. And um, both of them are really, really dope dudes. But the dancer, he's in this glitch, uh, he kind of gave me a couple of tips. And right before I went on stage, I was in the bathroom for, like, 45 minutes practicing just the little tweaks, he told me, like.
5: Wow. forward
3: And a little to your left and twist your wrist a little, and it gives it a different, a whole different look so um wow. you know, I, want to I live I live uh thirty minutes walking from my job I, I work in um in education and i I teach autistic children with severe behavioral disorders and um wow. so it's really really crazy mm-hmm. in there so when I'm in class, it allows me sometimes to be just as unstable as they are sometimes
4: mm-hmm. so I'm, mm-hmm.
3: not, I'm literally at work in class sometimes just acting like a robot. You know, while they, you know, hit and punch and scream and do stuff like that, it's, wow. it's kind of weird. So I, I I practice all the time. I'm obsessed with practicing. Okay. So to ask you a question, I just really um, I, I just watched a lot of videos and just kind of thought about every movement that I do while I see. Try not to oversaturate it, so you're not distracted by all the movements, but that it's relevant. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and push the envelope. I wanted to have something that people were like, "Yo, I've never seen anything like that." Yeah,
6: well, I've you never definitely seen definitely did that. I mean. You did that. like i said yes. you know especially coming from a males point of view when i when I looked at it and all of you know just everything that you see go go on in this world and 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 it i it, it's, it's it's something spooky about it to take it true i'm I'm just going to be honest with you the way you performed it it is a little spooky to to see it in that in that light and, I, and I, in a I just want you to know that it's, it's powerful, like the way you did it. You know, you may not have thought it was going to take on that type of life of of its own. It really is,
3: right.
6: you know, so, yeah, it's no, just definitely. a great piece, man. You know,
3: you know what kind of inspired that, too? You guys ever seen the Jabberwockies? What was yes. that? Yes. The, the Jabberwockies. So thi- oh, you're yeah. yeah, right, yeah. The, dance, <laughs> the dance school. So the thing I thought was dope with them when I first got introduced to them, because like I said, I mean, he's a dance fanatic, is that, I think it's such a selfless thing to be that dope as they are and to wear mm. masks. So you got eight
2: yes. dope
3: dancers, and nobody knows who <laughs> this one is Please. specifically. Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you're not yes. paying You're not getting shine off being like, yo, know, like the choreographer is a brother, which is dope. His name is Kevin Brewer. But nobody knows that's that cat right there unless you watch them enough to, to learn their dance styles. Mm. And so I thought to myself mm. with the system, not having eye contact forces you not to focus on me, but forces you to focus on what I'm saying. I'm the sad. movement Quiet. is just, the movement mm-hmm. is a game. It's, it's a lot of clowns out here, so unless you unless you shucking and jiving, a, you know, popping, you know, champagne and <laughs> pouring money on women <laughs> in the club,
4: they're not trying right. to
3: keep you doing. But if you do something different to get people to look, then maybe they'll listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There you it know, is. So there it is. It's just kind of a, a double-edged sword. Like, if I just did that poem, just the words, people wouldn't be tripping off of it mm-hmm. like they do. You know, when mm-hmm. you put movement and somebody's like, oh, that's, you know, the it's just like when people say, you are the beat is tight, so let me try to listen to the words one day. You right. I mean? So if you like something that you see, you may look even more into it and consider what I'm saying. That's
7: so why I believe it's, just, it's all about the delivery. and and. and delivery
3: yeah.
7: <laughs> most definitely you. well you know princess, we're you. down to the last few minutes of the show and you you know we we are pulling mm. all of you because we never we I'm telling you <laughs> we have never had a guest be on the show this long seriously so we are like really? soaking up everything <laughs> really you're the first let him know black let I'm him know black time. You know nice. you're not you're right. we are enjoying this. Yeah. Like we we want more time than just to just yeah, we, to keep you on the line. Like we're loving, and we, like you're in. And it we does. have great interviews, Everything.
6: but yeah,
4: we I mean have this great is you interviews,
7: know. But you're the first that have gone on for for pretty much an hour. So this wow. is a salute Thank to you and what you're bringing to the table because it's not what we normally do. So <laughs> we're in awe of you right now.
4: But um,
7: we're down to the last few minutes of the show, and I would like to open the floor to you again if you would like to do one more piece for us, you know, tonight on the show, because our listeners, I want to give a quick shout-out to two of our listeners, author LaDonna Marie and author Untamed. They are tweeting. They said they can listen to you all night, Princess. They are loving your interview right now. So, (laughs) yes, yes, you are touching many people right now. So, you know, if you're open, we'd like to, you know, let you take us out with another piece tonight, if you're willing.
3: Um, hmm. Yeah, no, I'm definitely willing. I'm just trying to think. Um, okay. Uh, so <laughs> I know we've all, it, it just popped in my head. I kind of touched on it earlier um,
4: mm-hmm.
3: when I said that, uh, you know, you meet, I've met some of my favorite artists and they were jerks, or you talk about. How we lose the humility Once we get a glimpse of success And the first thing I just want to say to people In my personal opinion Is the only reason Why I think People get full of themselves Is because they've set Their standards too low I feel like Mm -hmm. If you So if I was full of myself Right now Because I'm on TV a lot And traveling And and all the blessings That are coming It would only Mm -hmm. be because I feel that I've made it and as long mm-hmm. until my family is traveling with me in a Will Smith trailer or until I am on a G5 flying to shows doing poetry, I have not made it.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Until my college mm-hmm. tuition, all three of my kids are paid for, and I'm really mm-hmm. doing it, and I'm, I'm doing poems and mink flip-flops, <laughs>
4: mm, then sure I it have not made up.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but, you know, so um, don't set your standards so low. Always know there's as far you can get. All right. Um, yeah. So this is inspired by, by what it's inspired by. Um, can somebody tell me when a lot of these poets decided to become modern-day superheroes, kind of like cartoon characters, hotspot day and the on the mic, And how many of us really believe in the things that we write rather than write what we think people will believe? And when would we realize that this is a movement and be satisfied with just being ourselves and go back to getting creative and stop fucking repeating ourselves? For instance, dear, bitter black woman poets, Mm -hmm. I realize after of the last 14 poems you did that you've been hurt. And you can scream that until your face turns purple and blue. And yes, I understand you don't need a man. So now my question to you is what are you doing to heal yourself? And, yes, it's cool to talk about loving a black woman or loving a black man, but, oh, it's not okay to admit that you had a one-night stand and gotten down with somebody for just one night, because that wouldn't look good for your image in this poetry game, right? I mean, just think (laughs) what people would do if they knew us poets were actually human. Think what these Mm. pro-black revolutionary poets would do if they knew, I like my bacon extra crispy and will fuck up a pork chop. I might get my red, black, and green (laughs) wristband revoked a band band from talking about the revolution, because all black poets talk about the revolution, it seems like you're not a black poet who talks about the revolution. You're a black poet who talks about black poets who talk about the revolution. And if their definition of the revolution isn't yours, then theirs is wrong, which somehow automatically makes yours right. And since everything you write is so real, even though you don't practice any of that shit off the mic, you feel it gives you the right to tell everybody else that what they write is wrong. Well, who the fuck are you? And fuck being humble. I've been that business say. I'm just tired of all yes. these poets getting on these radio shows, talking about how we as a people seem to forgotten where we come from, and those would be some of the same poets that seem to forgotten why they started doing this spoken word in the first place. It seems like we've gone from genuine poets to slam poets, and write poems with the strict intention of winning first place, and fuck being the 2006 Oakland San Francisco Grand Slam Tapping, 2007, 2008 Running Up, 2010 Killing Shit, East Bay Express, 2011 Best Vote of the Year, 2013 NAACP Image Award, Did the Chill with Jill Scott, All three seasons of Versus Slow, five episodes, only person to be on our senior hall three times. That's a record. You can burn my resume and take away my accolades. I know who I am.
4: (laughs) It just so happens that the first place
3: I did my first piece was at a slam. So why could some of you continue to rearrange your words but basically say the same things and come to these open mics with your big-ass egos bragging about how you have this off-the-hook new piece? I'll continue to sit in the back and soak up the game and eject wisdom through my veins, and my plan is to eventually overdose. And when I do, I hope my body is all, overflows with it, so when it's all over, my words are all over. No one can say that Prentice never tried to make a difference to those who never tried to make a difference. And in between those who need a little bit of guidance and those who have the ability to walk the path of righteousness with their eyes closed, I tried to make up that difference. And those of us that really live the things we say can tell the difference between those who mean it and those who have written love poems but done absolutely nothing but fuck in their life And I'm tired of hearing poets Talking about keeping it real Knowing poetry still Having earned you Your first honest buck In your life This game is getting painted And some of us are liars some of us only do this poetry because our first couple of dreams, of things we aspire to be, have already expired, so we find ourselves coming down from our little dream world and need something to take us higher, which I guess explains the joint in one pocket and the other a lighter, and if you ask me, it is a shame mm-hmm. that some of us actually need drugs to enhance our creative writing, but for some, that's not enough still. Some of us only do this for the same reason cats still on a block in the middle of West Oakland sipping that Night Quill just so your dreams can last longer, and can you believe that some people aren't willing to say their piece unless there's at least 30 people, three hundred people sitting in these here seats. Some people write a piece just to try to get a piece. Some promote peace, but in the streets they carry a piece. Some are part of uplifting everybody else while their own family falls to pieces people. This is not a diss. This is a request. Stop selling wolf tickets to a free movement because no one's buying them. And realize it's going to take more than just your word to save the world. So take off the capes, take off the masks, be satisfied with just being you, and stop trying to be fucking superheroes. Oh, question.
8: man. Yeah. Oh, wow. man. man. And going
7: to put ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. Princess oh, Power man. has set the show down for the night. That is yes. it. It is a wrap. Princess, you are the man. I would love to have you back on the show anytime <laughs> you anytime. want to come on. You just killed it. You you, you took us out with a bang. Well, thank
4: you. I have never I, known to say. It. Mm-hmm. Um, so big much. love to you. Yeah, man. We true, have like we have like true thirty gift.
7: seconds left in the show, Princess. Is there anybody you want to give love to right now on the show before we uh, before we go out?
3: Any, anybody who, who supports me, um, uh, my my collective, obviously. Hey, mama. Um, I mean, just Aww. just anybody. I mean, I mean honestly, anybody who has anything supportive to say, and also to those who don't. Thank you. Um, there you I'm go. uh you know, yes. I, I I appreciate every I appreciate everything and uh, you know, I am I'm, I'm thankful. We
7: appreciate you. Let's mm-hmm. give it up one more time. To Princess Powell. You just shut this show down tonight, Princess. You have no idea. We love you. Thank you. We thank you so much for coming yes, on sir. tonight and
3: Thank yes, you. Yes. And then can I just we'll say if sense. anybody is yes. um anybody wants to follow me, my Twitter handle is followprentice which is F-O-L-L-O-W-P-R-E-N-T-I-C-E. And I'm also on Facebook as well. Um, check out our, our 5ology Collective. Our website is weare5ology.com. My Twitter, again, is FollowPrentice. And that's that's it. Thank you.
1: PD Radio.
3: Radio.
4: Radio. 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 Woo! <laughs> PD. Yeah. Now, see,
6: that's why that, that, that piece, that... It's on our wall of fame because it is yes. just that yes. powerful, and it just keeps you the whole fifty-eight minutes. That's how long it yes. So
7: you're engaged yeah. the, the whole time, and and how he took it out. Oh man! <laughs> oh, yeah, man. yeah, he took
4: he, it out right. That,
7: like, I mean, both pieces were amazing, but he killed that last one. Like he took... So many people on blast. (laughs) Uh,
6: Yeah, yeah. Yes,
7: I love him. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I am poetic crushing on Princess Pound, dead serious. (laughs) And and I say poetic crushing because it's about his talent. It's not him. It's it's his talent. Like, you know, I'm drawn to words. I've always been drawn to words. And it's like just just hearing him and and how he puts it all together—it's it, so amazing to me, and I'm so drawn to it. It's like, wow, he he did that, and this is why we had to replay this interview. So much energy, you know. He's so humble,
6: exactly.
7: You know, and, and I suppose this—I said it, you know, during the interview. You know, Princess Powell, hes on TV. He he's doing speaking appearances. He's everywhere right now, and he and he could have a big head. You know, I reached out to this man on Twitter, just on a whim. You know, I'm the PD host of PD Radio. I would love to talk to you on my show. He hit me back like, let's do it. He could have easily ignored me. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that's why I have such a high level of respect for him because, you know, he is still very, very humble, you know, about what he does. So, you know, I enjoy that so much. <laughs>
4: Well, I know really I did. <laughs> yeah. You
6: know me. Like I said, that, that you know, the system, mm-hmm. man, it, it's just crazy. And I love, you know, the father of yeah. Paul as well. Yeah. They Both of them are just phenomenal pieces. Um, and if you don't get anything out of it, something wrong with you. I, that's what yeah. I feel about it. So.
7: And it's crazy. You know, he is the only poet to have been on Arsenio three times, but since he's been on the show, I believe it was that following week since he was on the show, right. he made his fourth appearance. His fourth appearance on exactly. Arsenio. Like, he's the only spoken word artist to do that. And it's telling do you, so that, he's, yeah. he's in high demand. And it's like, they're not getting enough. You know, it's one thing to go on there one or two times but three times. And now fourth time, it's like, you know, that's because it's being demanded. People want more of him. So, right. you know, we wish him all the best and everything he's,
6: he's doing. Shout out. Shout out that to... Uh, yeah, shout out to Arsenio Hall, a.k.a. Simi, for... Uh, you
7: know what?
6: <laughs> for bringing my man on the show, you know what I'm saying? And I'm really yeah. uh, trying to endorse this coming coming back to America. So, hey, I
7: know. You, be on you the lookout for my petition. There,
6: I got big plans for the next yes. upcoming coming to America movie.
4: So
7: Yeah. Oh I I also want to give a big shout out to our guest host the night we had that interview off the of Valencia Point Texas. You know That's right. I'm listening to I'm listening to the playback and I'm like, I totally took over. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, you you you
6: uh you do this you did you did it dirty, I understand that. It's all good.
7: I, I love you yeah. see. I just, <laughs> I just told you come boy. It's not great. When
6: you come when you come down, the first <laughs> drink is on me, V. We're not Miss P D gets nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
7: well wait a minute, I need the drink, so how's that gonna go down? Yeah. You, yeah, you said it, you're gonna
6: make our drinks.
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make our drinks and I'm excluding you. Just for that. Anyway, um. you know, Another great show, P.D. Radio. Shout out to Dr. <laughs> no for calling up <laughs> and giving his input right. tonight. Big, big shout out to Poet Freedom Writer for calling up and reciting his poetry piece, Idol. You know, thank you for that nice five 5g plug, too. I appreciate that so very much. But we love you guys. Stay tuned for next week. We may have something very interesting for you next week. I don't want to say anything until confirmed, Deb, but, you know, stay locked with us because you never know what. Radio. Big shout out to you, Les. Big Shout out to the PST guys. Know who you are, what you do, know, and what we represent all about the
8: networking. That's Radio. right. Radio, Miss Petey. Yes. Aww. Just for you,
6: Miss Petey. And I want to give a big Aww. shout out to everybody who hit me up last week. You know, for my birthday, left me messages on Facebook, Twitter. Thank you, guys. I had a bomb so birthday mil- weekend that just passed. Stop and, uh,
4: so you know, many
6: more coming. So, you know. put
7: it down. set it down. Stop milking your birthday. I want to say real I'm quick. Milking. I'm just, birthday, hey, I'm just
6: giving the people some love all y'all the out air, there you
7: know. will be, like, putting your birthdays in your in your names and in your bios and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off.
4: Yeah, that's but too all much. Y'all that's throwing too much.
7: Hints out there, you know, is about, like, Oh, 28 more days, my birthday, like, stop it. Yeah, I hate Three that. Three more yeah. days, my, like, stop it. I want my birthday love oh. to be sincere. If you know me, you'll know my birthday, and you'll send me love. I don't need love from everybody just because they know and they feel obligated to do it. Y'all got to stop that. That's <laughs> not cute. <laughs> Eva, Vermont, I don't like it. Five more days, my birthday, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you
6: sound like a little like a brat or something like that. Yeah, I'm with you on that. You
7: sound like you're dying for attention. Knock it off, okay? All right, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. P.D. Radio, I love you all. Tune in with us <laughs> next week. Peace. Bye,
4: Miss P.D. P.D. Radio.
6: Radio. Radio.
1: Radio. 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 Radio.